You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Welcome to The Spangle Show. I'm your host, Mafe Salazar. In this podcast, I'm walking you through the struggles of being an immigrant and having to live your life in two or more languages. This podcast covers real stories of real people. Thank you so much for tuning in. So let's get started and I hope you enjoy your time with me. Hello and welcome again to another episode of The Spanglish Show. I am your host, Mafe. And on today's episode, I talk with my friend Valentina. She is 10 years younger than I am, and we met at a party. <laughs> and the reason why I find her story so interesting is because of our age gap. She is 21 and I am 31, so it's um, a decade difference. So I find interesting that her struggles and the struggles that she had when she moved to Vancouver um, were not so different than mine. So on today's episode, we talk about when and why she decided to leave Venezuela, what her biggest culture shock was when she moved here, how she decided that Vancouver was her place to be, getting used to the city and what she wishes she had known first, and a lot more. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you laugh as much as we did. So let's get right into it. Welcome to the show, Valentina. Um, to start off, can you let us know how long have you been living in Vancouver? Hi, thank you for having me. Um, I moved here in 2016, so almost five years. Nice. August 2016. Perfect. Um, so we were talking about like a little bit about this before we started the show, but your experience and mine is like completely different because like, we're like completely different generations. Like you were 21 years yeah. old and I'm like 31. So it's like almost a decade, like difference yet we're friends. That is very true. El perreo no yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how we met. But um, I want to yeah. know like why or like how did you decide to leave? Like when, um, when did you decide to leave Venezuela? So in 2016, it was already like pretty bad. So when I was in high school and thinking what I was going to do after graduating, I already knew that like I was going to leave Venezuela. And um, like among the options, Canada was the better option because, you know, like compared to the United States, the visa situation is like easier and, and you can get your PR faster. So that's how I ended up choosing Vancouver uh, or Canada at least. But um, it was mostly, uh, <clears throat> uh, you're not gonna have like a good future in Venezuela. 
and blah blah blah. So I like I in my plans, I Venezuela was never an option. Was your um, opinion or like decision like influenced by your parents or like was it like completely you that you're like oh like the political situation is like it's not gonna um, like improve here and, or was it like I don't really see myself like having a future here like career-wise so that's mm -hmm. why I want to leave or like a combination of both? It was like a combination of my parents because my mom like injected in my brain since I was like younger so imagine like the my three last years in Venezuela I was like where are you gonna go where are you gonna go where are you gonna go and also when I was in high school every summer break um, I would go to like places to learn English and stuff so it was like preparing me for the moment I graduate <laughs> and leave you know but also I knew I wanted to study fashion design and like at least in my city there's no fashion design program like at all so Caracas would be the only option because I'm not from Caracas and um like to move from my city that is like safe and stuff to Caracas alone and do the moving alone experience in Venezuela like five hours away I could just do it somewhere else you know yeah Instead, you chose like so. miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I chose another continent. <laughs> and how did you decide that Vancouver was the place that you wanted to? So I came to a summer camp here on on 2012 um, to learn English, and I already knew I liked it. And like I said, like my options were in Canada and. Like, I couldn't bear to think of the cold, like, my cities, 35 degrees every single day of the year. I can't, <laughs> I can't with the snow. Like, it would literally give me panic to think to live in a city where it's like, you know, like, Calgary or something. I so, understand. <laughs> and Vancouver has beaches. So, like, it was the closest to what I knew and what I like and the, the best weather. And I had already come, so I knew it was, like, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, like, when I moved here, I, like, I had, like, basically, like, never heard of Vancouver. Like, I didn't even know <laughs> here. I was just, like, I want to go somewhere where there's no snow. <laughs> that was, like, my only... Uh -huh. Exactly, exactly. And you know what? When I first arrived, uh, I met with, like, my, my mom's friend or something from Venezuela. Yeah. And she was like oh no it never snows here like and, and if it snows it doesn't snow downtown or like you never see snow that was 2016 and it started snowing in 2016 <laughs> 17 18 19 snow 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 like it hasn't stopped snowing since <laughs> <I> <laughs> <arrived>. <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> so <laughs> eh, me engañaron in a way but, <laughs> but you're at least it's not that much yeah yeah <laughs> um so my other question is like how did you deal with culture shock when you first arrived because like you arrived here you said five years ago so you were yeah I was 16, 16. oh my god okay <laughs> yeah um yeah like I guess like completely different like coming like from your house and like not having like traveled a lot or like you like only went to yeah. camps right so like what was like the the most like shocking memory that you have like 
from when you first arrived? Um, so I would say I, I don't have much culture shock because, because I always like grew in a, nah, no sé, gringo uh, environment. Okay. I, I would travel a lot to the States and stuff. So it wasn't much of like an actual culture shock. Chuck, Chuck. <laughs> it was mostly because um I was just used to cooking like people cooking for me cleaning for me doing stuff for me and I was like oh if you if I don't wash my clothes <laughs> they're dirty <laughs> they're not gonna wash themselves <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh if I smell something oh I have to clean it no <laughs> so it was like <laughs> that this situation. day like people make fun of me because I had to google how to clean my bathroom <laughs> no <laughs> so I get yeah, it <laughs> yeah yeah no the other thing someone was telling me something about that like like I'm gonna have my my children clean or something like that I don't remember but I was like yeah because when I moved alone I <laughs> didn't know how to clean <laughs> and those self smart skills you should have <laughs> yeah so that you don't have um, to google to clean your house yeah yeah no and as I spend more time here because when I first arrived I was also in a homestay So in the homestay, they cooked like the three meals a day and they washed my clothes. <laughs> they did my laundry. So I didn't worry much. But then I went back to Venezuela after studying English and then I came back for college. And when I came for college, I was in student housing. And that's that's when it all started. <laughs> and I would eat like instant oatmeal and instant ramen <laughs> every single day every single day I swear <laughs> like you're coming from like having pavillon like freshly made for you and like fresh mm -hmm. made arepas, and then you're just like eating like instant noodles and like ramen in your bedroom yeah alone. <laughs> no <laughs> wait no I brought a tostiarepa oh my god I was like I, I don't know how to make arepas without it. Because also, you know, my mom is super lazy too. So <laughs> she would like leave the, the bowls, the masa mm -hmm. in the fridge. And you just have to grab it and put it there. <laughs> close it. That's it. So that's how I used to do it back there. And that's how I have to do it here. Because I don't know how to do the whole thing. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and imagine the crisis when it broke. Oh my god. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah. have to buy a new I bought like uh, a knockoff cuisine version. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> But I had brought mine from Venezuela and like in in the luggage I like wrapped it in the hoodies <laughs> and stuff so it wouldn't break. <laughs> Did you have like any troubles like bringing that like from from Venezuela or not really? No, but like a teeth broke, and maybe that's why it stopped working after. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and when it comes to language, um, obviously, like Spanish is your first language. Um, mm -hmm. but you said that you um like grew up in a very like like English slash Spanish like speaking like community. Um, yeah so but what has been your like most memorable experience when it comes to like a language mishap 
or like something like that. You're like in trouble for like mispronunciating something or. Damn, I don't know, but the first thing that came to my mind was like actually super recently, like a month ago, I was just with my friend in in a jewelry shop and like yeah, in Park Royal. And because of COVID, everything's like so quiet, right? And every <laughs> I don't know, it was like super quiet. The store was really quiet. And my friend is like, oh, that's so cute. And he goes, excuse me, but like <laughs> exactly like this he went excuse me <laughs> and my friend and I looked at each other like eh? he didn't <laughs> like the exact same way you would make fun of in that quiet place he screamed excuse me <laughs> like we died but um I don't know. I, I can't think of anything else that is like has made me embarrassed because of that. <laughs> yes. Like not embarrassed, but like something like funny that could have happened. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have any story? Um with my accent, like just because like sometimes it's like kind of strong, like um I guess like people like get confused sometimes when I say like when I when I used to like work as a server, like I had to like introduce myself and I was like, mm-hmm. oh like hi, nice to meet you. My name is Mafe. And for some reason, like, people thought my name was Muffin. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like when you, when you say you're from Venezuela and people think that you're saying you're from Minnesota. <laughs> no, that has never happened to me, but I would call oh, them Oh, really? Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the time. All the time. I was like, yeah, like, 100%. Like, it's, uh, I'm from Venezuela. And they're like, oh, like, Minnesota? No. Like, get Minnesota from Venezuela. <laughs> I, I've never had that happen, but I, I really hate it when they're like, oh, Venezuela. And it's like, I, I don't think it's that hard to pronounce. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely language wasn't a struggle for you. Um, yeah, not yeah. really. I like I would always help my friends and, and the more the more situations I can think of are like with friends when it's like <laughs> that really funny <laughs> moment. <laughs> um so what's something you wish you knew when you first arrived? <clears throat> like city-wise? Oh, you know what? Directions. <laughs> <laughs> because because like back home you don't I don't know we drive and you've lived there your whole life so you know where everything is and here transiting from like big locations that require like (laughs) train and bus and stuff you have no idea how many times I got lost on my first week because I didn't know that you had to like do this on the bus (laughs) you know just stopped in every stop so (laughs) I discovered that like the third time and I was like what are those strings and then I started like spying on people to see like how do they do (laughs) how do they make the bus stop and then I realized you have to pull it and then once I pulled it but it wasn't hard enough and, and I was like okay this is embarrassing I'm gonna stop and I ended up in SFU because it was like really close to production way 
uh, station. Yeah. But there you can take a bus that takes you to SFU and it's like the last stop and my house was at the second stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I really got lost my my first week every single day. It was like a new a new journey. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen today? <laughs> no, no, no. I've learned I've learned a little too. <laughs> like we got him and know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh and the rain you know what i didn't know i didn't know it rained here like it does <laughs> <laughs> and if i heard of it before like if someone warned me i would have like like i probably didn't listen to them and was like yeah yeah whatever it rains everywhere no <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that and i feel like they should put more focus in it like on the rain yeah <laughs> in, like something you're gonna move to Ankuro just so you know it's gonna rain every single day like you need to be aware of that just so you know you're not gonna see the sun for six months yeah yeah and it's like gray it's gray that, like um where in Venezuela are you like uh are you from Lecheria. okay so like that's like very like hot and yeah like, like, beach the, like, tropical so, like <laughs> that, like, <laughs> like complete opposite of like the day yeah. that it is today which is like rainy and like gray <laughs> yeah I remember like when I when I was here for two years I went to Miami and I told my mom one underestimate the palm trees the palm trees are everywhere there are everywhere in my city and here's just pine trees and it looked like cold <laughs> <laughs> And the palm trees are like sun and piña coladas, you know? <laughs> and the days of sun, like, you really get to appreciate them. You do. I think, I think you, 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 like, I used to take the, the, like, the sunny days, like, for granted. Because it was, like, yeah. all day, every day. And in Caracas, like, the temperatures, like, it's perfect. It's, like, 25 degrees, like all day every yeah. day yeah. <laughs> and when it rains it's just like it like whatever it like pours. a circle uh-huh. no it like it pours for a while and then it stops like for the rest of the day so and here it's just like from the moment you wake up until like you go to sleep it's just like rain and rain and rain and rain and rain and yeah. <laughs> yeah so I feel like that's definitely like something that more um that they should advertise more yeah totally <laughs> like, totally like, because planning to like move here <laughs> Yeah, no, you know what I discovered that when when it's sunny here, everything everything looks beautiful and perfect. Yes, yes, it's like, yes. It's like, you're like, like what? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. It's just like you do you actually see everything in color and it's like, wow, it's actually so beautiful. Like there's a landscape <laughs> that worthy of a picture everywhere you look, and then it's gray and it's over <laughs> where did you go <laughs> yeah oh my god that's so awesome yeah well um so know that you do um customer commission artwork and collapse yeah um, you read about that yeah um i started like three years ago doing um like collaboration art because 
Well, I needed the iPad for school to do fashion illustration. Like I started having classes and I really liked it. And then my my instructor like really pushed me to do something about it and like make money out of it. And um, I realized that I could do like personalized ones. And I started doing them like in a random day I posted it on my Instagram story and everyone was like I want one I want one I want one so that's how I started like advertising them and then it was also times where um like everything in Venezuela's political situation was like stirred up so I was doing fundraisings and like donating money to that too and I don't know, it kind of died out because I was only doing one kind of style and yeah. I personally got tired of it. So like I, it was too repeated. And then when, when it slowed down, I just started doing it like um, for specific commissions. So my friends or people I knew would come to me and be like, I want a specific picture of something like super specific and I can yeah. do stuff like that. And then I do branding and like for social media and, and stuff like that too. And um, like content creation stuff, but it's more like really specific things. <laughs> That's how, <Okay. laughs> yeah. Yeah. When people like want something that they can't find on the internet, they, they ask me specifically for for that that's cool well it's time to wrap it up okay. thank you so much for coming um on the show it's really it's been really great having you um one more thing before we wrap up where can people find you you can find me <laughs> on instagram at valentina valor ruiz Sounds very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> and at Valor Ruiz. Amazing. Yeah. Well, Valentina, thank you so, so much for coming again. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. And that was it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Spanglish show. And if you're enjoying these conversations, make sure to leave a comment or a review. So until next time. <laughs>